Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Insight Podcast. This is Wayuki. Kenny is currently away at the moment, so I'm just recording this intro for you guys. We sat down and talked with Yaya from Furious Steel today about what it's like to own Furious Steel, the past situations with it, and the COD scene in general. Hope you guys enjoy. Let's get right into it. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Welcome back to Insight Podcast, episode nine of featured guests today. We are having Yaya on, owner of Furious Steel, my former organization. But before we get into conversation with Yaya, we'd just like to take a minute to thank everybody who makes the show possible. So huge thank you to AS1 Network, as well as 410 Gaming, with special assistance from the GOAT, Kenny, and Yaya, who just happens to be on the show today. So, speaking of Yaya, how are you doing today, my man? I'm doing great, Wayuki. Thank you for having me, man. It's such an honor. You, yeah. you guys are great. Appreciate are... that. So, uh, let's start just talking about what got you into esports as a whole. I know you and I have talked about this when I first joined FS, but let's talk about what got you into esports and kind of why that led you to where you are today. Well, it all started because uh, I was a player before, as you may know. I, I was like into like I, w- I had a dream like okay, you know I'm gonna be a pro player one day, get out there, take my name out there, and you know just make people proud. Because I know a lot of people ever since I was like 14, I was really skilled in some Call of Duties, you know, except for Infinite Warfare. That was that was yeah, no one liked that one. Yeah, nobody liked nobody man. Yeah, but and then soon after, like I won a few tourneys and like just leagues, uh, no LAN events sadly. Uh, maybe just the Black Ops 4 one, which was like, uh, I think it was Black Ops 4, MW, the 2v2, mm-hmm. uh, Search and Destroy. But after that, I just kind of like, oh, you know what? I decided to be an, an, org- an org owner and just take out my name that way. Mm-hmm. And then, then yeah, like, I mean, I started my own organization called Drastic. That was the very first one. And then soon after that, it kind of, you know, it, it went downhill. You know, sorry yep. to say, after that, I joined X3 Esports with my boy J-Hoop. You know, he gave me an opportunity. I was like super excited to work with an, organi- an organization like that. Mm-hmm. Gave me a lot of experience. And then after that, everybody knows I joined FS since X3 kind of fell. Again. The first, the first yeah. iteration of FS. Let's just put some asterisks on there. Yeah. The first FS. The first very, yes, yep. FS. That's, you know, where things even went more south. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, no, man. Uh. But more. I mean, I know you guys want to know about like what happened, uh, which you know, Kim, you know, yeah. why you your your sugar yeah. mama, sugar my sugar mama, mama my sugar mama. What kind of? It's I think it's come. It's kind of interesting to have you on, and you know, obviously now you've transitioned from there to starting FS up again, which we all love. Uh, but it's interesting to have you on because it's kind of coming full circle, right? Because we think about why I got an opportunity to get a podcast of my own. We think back to what happened with FS originally. And how I kind of brought it out to light and talked about it. And then actually MJ and Axel, so shout out to those two guys, had me on their podcast to talk about it. And people like the way I talk, people like the way I sound. So in reality, Sugar Mama Kim might be a big reason as to why we're sitting here talking right now on a podcast. Fun as Funny as that is to think in a weird way, right? Very weird yeah. way to think about it, but it's kind of true, right? It's kind of true. No, a hundred percent. Uh, you know the whole reason this whole started. Well, I mean, you could say that inside started because you know, like you said, what you could people love hearing you and you know your thoughts, your opinions, 
which we're really grateful on what you did uh for us mm-hmm. just in t- just speaking out you know, i'm just like oh my god everybody was so like confused you know we didn't want to do that to kim because you know we 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 liked it you know we loved it she was part of our family oh, yeah. it was just a big backstab you know a big slap in the face to me especially mm-hmm. since I, I, i'm not gonna say i did everything but you know i did like you did. most you of did it. most yeah. everything yeah so, <laughs> you can say then, that bro then, you can say yeah. that you can say that yeah. you know just trying to be i guess humble and not but like it's just yeah. I I know it just wasn't me. It was like the people inside of it too. Yep. Since, uh, since like you know they tried a hundred percent, and that's why I got really really pissed off when news about her came out like that. Mm-hmm. So nobody really wanted to talk about it since you know we were, I guess some of them were scared of what Kim Kim could possibly do to them. So oh, yeah, when you speak out, it I was like heard. oh my, it was a big <laughs> relief when you speak out. I was like yes, why you keep go, man? <laughs> He's our savior. Oh my god. And it is funny because as soon as you said that, you know, obviously, you know, I started cybernetic esports, which mm-hmm. it, it was really fun. Uh, we had a fun time doing uh, the passes. But mm-hmm. and then soon after that, I just didn't feel right. I kind of felt like a failure. So I was like, you know, why you could clear things up. How about I bring FS back? Yeah. You know, and you know, we, we actually did. And as you can see, you know, so I feel like it's a lot better than it once was. It was. Uh, you it know, is. I'm, all, it I'm is. all about the org and the people inside of it. Yep. And I just really want to help them out to reach their, their goals. Yeah, it's it's awesome to see Bring FS back. And then, of course, as some people may not know, Kim appeared on Twitter once the FS announcement came out saying, oh, I have the LLC and everything like that. It took, shout out to Kenny again, by the way, it took Kenny maybe 20 seconds. And then this man typed up, actually, you don't. <laughs> he looked at the LLC <laughs> and tagged her, and then her Twitter was gone instantly. Right? So... I had to have a little bit of extra Kim drama on the new FS, right? I had to have that little taste. It wouldn't be the same, you know? But let's talk about what you're doing with FS now, man. Let's talk about what you've kind of done with the restart, kind of what your focuses are. I know you guys have been sending teams to LAN, so let's cover that as well. Let's just cover everything, man. Let's cover everything that you've been doing with FS because I have a lot of respect for FS and all the guys there. I still feel really connected over there. So let's just start it from the top, man. Okay, cool. Uh, you know, as again, some of you may know, FS fell. So, and I brought most of the management team. It was uh, Julio, uh, Sandy. I, I promoted her to manager of CCs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, who was, oh, yeah, uh, Hope was a CC, but she wanted to be lead, but she didn't get a chance. As well as J2 times, the J Hoop, aka J Hoop, yep. uh, the owner of X3. I brought him all in. Uh, I told him, look, this is what I want to do. I want to bring FS back. And a lot of people were saying, why are you going to bring it back? Why are you going to do this? It's, it, it gave it, Kim gave it a bad name. And I was like, you know what? It's kind of my fault because she told me I could have it. You know, when everything went down, she she just got fed up and said, yeah, yeah, you can fucking have it. I was like, I didn't say anything. I kind of like let my ego get in the way and pride and said, and said, I don't want it. You know, like you already gave it a bad name. You know, like I literally told her to go fuck yourself, basically. Yeah. It's a bad image, right? So I can see that. It was a bad image yeah. at the moment. Exactly. And I was like, no, I don't, I don't want to fucking have this. And then soon after, that kind of felt like a failure. You know, I was like, oh, man, if I, if I were to kept it, the the people that were inferior still back then would still be together now and just be a big, huge, happy family. And I was just like, damn. I was like, okay, you know what? I felt for like two weeks, I think I felt like a failure. I was like, you know what? I'm bringing it back. Mm-hmm. So I brought it back. Everybody was excited. So some of them were, you know, skeptical about it, yep. including Sandy. You know, she was like, "Oh, I don't know." Kinda, but you yeah. know, I, I was like, "No, Sandy, we got this." You know, mm-hmm. I'm gonna bring everybody in here. We're gonna do this again. 
uh, a few of our CCs left when they heard the the news. Mm-hmm. They they didn't feel comfortable, so they left with uh, Immortal Reaper, mm-hmm. which he started his own Org Wild Hunt, I believe. Yes. Uh, but soon after that, it kind of like he I feel like he went too fast, so it kind of went downhill for him too. Mm-hmm. So and then they came back, which was even more exciting news. Yep. I was like, wow, okay, now it's time. You know, I can't let these guys down. Boom, let's bring it. Let's bring it all together. We constantly had meetings, uh, saying, okay, this is what we're gonna do. This is what we're gonna do in that. Mm-hmm. And that's when you know the the land started, which yep. it was perfect. I was like, wow, we've been trying so hard to find land teams. I think I even contacted like the council of leaders. I was like, yo, man, yep. I need a, I need a roster. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yep. And, and you know, soon after that, we found a, a good team actually. Uh, it was uh tactics, scripts, uh, Draco and Nero, mm-hmm. Nero. Uh, though they're part of like the CCL, I believe. Yep. I, don't yep. know, the I think I believe so. Yeah. So though those guys were really good, you know, they were really they they had passion, dedication, and you know they they told us I like, really want to go to this land event to prove people wrong, and I was like, okay, cool, you know, I I felt the energy, and I was yep. like, I have a hundred percent faith on these guys. So we sent them out to uh, Sugarland, Texas. Uh, they did great actually. Like I, I was really amazed. I was like, wow, you know, a lot of people were getting first round. There was a lot of good teams in that land event. There was a lot of good competition. A, a, a lot. Like I think one of them was I think won the Challengers Cups once. Mm-hmm. I think it was part of Shady Kings or something like that. Yep. But uh, our boys did good. You know, a couple they choked a couple rounds, but like I, I was just shocked. I was like, wow, it was already better. <laughs> I was like, it yeah. was already better than, than FS. You know, you saw our apparel. I don't know what you, you know, like a lot of people liked. That. I don't know if you you liked it. I was. I like, mean, I'm actually wearing my FS sweatshirt right now and kind of paying homage to what we're doing right now. I'm actually wearing the OG FS sweatshirt. So I love it. Yeah, this, yeah. This girl, yeah, no, definitely. You know, I was telling the the people like I'm, I need to get Wayuki a hoodie, man, or whatever <laughs> he wants a jersey or hoodie because those those things look good. You know, in my yeah. opinion. And and still, you know, as soon as I took that out and I took a a land team out, more people started hitting me up and like a lot of people saying, oh, is Kim still in charge? I was like, nope, what? Like never, not again. And there's still people out there that they believe that Kim is running everything because I was her basically her second hand. So she was telling me that's kind of weird how how like I, I didn't know. Uh, about the situation that was going on, I was like, I didn't, you know, they kept me, they she didn't keep me in the loop. Mm-hmm. Like I was just basically me. She was gone for like two weeks, three weeks, a month, <laughs> and and there's still people that love Kim. Like they still, Ugh. there's still people that talk to her, bro. Like you know, Fifty Caliber. Yeah, that guy. I like I went to a stream one time, and Sugar Mama Kim was there, <laughs> and he was telling me that oh you could get FS back, and and I I was gonna type, but I I didn't feel like it. And and Kim basically said mm, maybe you know, but I was like never, yo, I'm not gonna. Nah, let that happen, you have you know? the LLC now, correct? See, yeah, yeah. Okay, yes. yeah. Guns so, out. Good luck, Kim. Yeah, never, <laughs> never, bro. Like never. I was like, nope. Right, exactly. So yeah. let's uh, let's talk about your content creation, man. Cause I'm as a content creator myself, I like to hop in the FS people streams and talk about content creators. Um, love what you guys are doing with your content creation. So let's talk about what your focus has been with that. And kind of the approach you've been taking to picking up content creators as of late. Well, I've been picking up content. Well, Sandy's been picking up content creators and she's the lead. And mm-hmm. I'm just there most of the time for the meetings. Mm-hmm. But Sandy's a really, really amazing person. You know, she's super nice. Uh, yeah. uh, so she she's out there constantly always checking on people's streams and saying, hey, uh, would you like to be part of an organization? And what we look for is just being, you know, professional, fun and just have a good time, you know, like set up your goals 
and we'll we'll help you reach those. Right. You know, if somebody if you're not even if you're not affiliate, then we'll help you. You know, I'm mm-hmm. always constantly opening up tabs from for the whole family. You know. Right. It, if Marshawn Chris is streaming, boom, tap. Man. Yep. If like if you're streaming on YouTube, I even tap. I'll be like that. Yeah. I don't talk, but you know, I'm there with my little phone playing Call of Duty and just <laughs> glancing at it. You know, once in, once in a while, you know. Yeah, so yeah. I I I just love uh, the content creators and how Sandy is doing it, doing the whole process. We do have forms for mm-hmm. people to fill out. Uh, but it just like takes like 30 seconds, boom, 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 just write your goals. What what you what are you looking for in an org and just go like that. Yeah, exactly. And I think you guys have a really good approach. You've always, I think you personally have always had a good approach when it came to picking up content creators or just people in general for your organization because you have the same outlook as I do, right? You need, in this community, you got to be professional mm-hmm. and you need to just be, you got to be about the team as a whole, right? It can't be individualistic. It can't just be me, me, me. It's got to all be about the org how we can grow together. And I think you guys have done a great job in picking up a good base of content creators that share that similar image, right? Exactly, yes. And I know a bunch of orgs out there have complications on picking up CCs. So we're like really blessed. Like, I feel like, okay, you know, oh my God, we're blessed. You know, we have these amazing content creators just grinding every day. Some of them have two jobs and they still have time to grind, which is amazing. I just, it makes me want to work harder, you know? Because yep. me, you know me, Wayuki, I'm all about the org, man. You know, I don't let personal personal feelings get get into it or even personal problems that I have in the real world mm-hmm. interfere with my business in the virtual world. Right. So, that's the way uh, it's got that's the way it's gotta be approached though. Because you see some of these org owners uh, in past fears, steel org owners even letting personal problems in real life just affect the way they manage and the way they handle their organizations. And that's why we see a lot of these organizations come they come up, they're pretty they're pretty good, right? Like, there's been a lot. There's countless. Me and you could probably name 10, 20 if we really sat here and thought about it. Like, am orgs that come up, we think, man, these guys are pretty good. They're doing really good. Have a great content team. Have great staff. And then two weeks later, boom, where'd they go? Gone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. And so I think longevity is something that is rare to find. And the fact that, A, you have the experience of ownership and being a staff as well. And you have the whole package, right? You were a player, you were a content creator, you did management, and now you're an owner, right? So you yeah. know what people are looking for at every level, right? Call of Duty players, you know what they want, you know what they're looking for. And I think having that skill as an org owner, extremely valuable, right? Because you don't have to yeah. divvy up responsibility. You can say, I'll go talk to the COD players because I know what they want, right? Yes, of course. And yeah, that's uh, really good. You said that. Uh, yes, I have experience in, you know, all of those categories. And I really do know what they're looking for. It's, unless, unless you know, some of them are asking for for a salary when they're like a top 124 team. Yep, like, I, remember that. I, I remember oh. that. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that, bro. Because this whole dude comes up. Sorry to sidetrack, but story time. Dude comes into our group chat on Twitter, right? And he's like, dude. What the hell is this? These guys are asking for salary and they're like a top 32 team. Not even. I'm like, who are they? And you drop their ads. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> These dudes serious? And they like, apparently they, kept, they like bugged you multiple times. Like, we want salary if we're coming here. We want salary if we're coming here. I was like, bro, COD kids are insane. <laughs> yes, man. Like, I was so baffled. I was like, I, I was in there with my management team. 
because we all like hearing uh, the people and just having good time. Yeah, having yeah. a good time, you know. Uh, and then this guy literally said, "Okay, so what my salary is gonna be?" It was going, it was going super well until he said that. Oh, uh, so my salary? I was like, I thought he was joking, so I laughed. Right? I thought he was joking, so I yeah. laughed hysterically. And, and he was like, "No, like, what's my salary?" My friend Neptune gets salary. I was like, "Who the hell is Neptune?" Later on, I found out that I think he's part of the Mutineers. Yeah, Neptune's the sub for the Mutineers, or he plays. Yeah. I think he plays for the Mutineers, or one of the two. <laughs> I, yeah, he's on the. He's a part of the Mutineers franchise. Yes. Yeah. So I was like, okay. In my head, I was like, okay, that's your friend though. Like, uh, you're you're a player. You're just starting out. You haven't reached, I don't think, top sixty-four. And he was the only guy that was just saying. Blah 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 this blah 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 that like you know like screw this or blah 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 you guys don't handle this uh, profession. I was like, what? Is it like, where, is it like, what are you gonna pay me with candy? I was like, yeah, like yeah, I don't, I don't if you want, bro. <laughs> like, what? like what? I'm not trying to pay you with heart, you know, right. and cash. No, you like, gotta earn that. Yourself. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, lastly, when it comes to the org, right? Last thing I want to talk about org. Mm-hmm. What are some projects that you've been recently coming out with? I know, uh, you are. Fury Steel is coming out with their own podcast, Forged in Steel, if I'm correct in that. Um, I'm pretty excited to hear that. Uh, what else can you share with us that you've been working on? Because I know me and you have talked. I know some things. But what else are you working on that you potentially might be willing to share here? Okay, cool. Yeah, like like you said, uh, Forged in Steel is one of our projects. And I know I think before I talked to you about Plan Reticle, which I had mm-hmm. on the previous FS, when it, you know, when, when it collapsed. And Kim messed it up. Sugar Mama Kim. Sugar Mama Kim. Sugar yep, yep. Mama Kim. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I was like, okay, you know, I'm I'm going to execute Plan Reticle right now. So I executed it. Uh, you know, Fortune Steel is one of them. The other plan, the other uh, project that I'm willing to share with you guys is, you know, just uh, what is it? the Vikings Arena, which is basically a, a, I'm hosting tournaments. Uh, it's going to be Warzone tournaments. And just search and destroy tournaments or even, you know, on the next Call of Duty, probably whatever it is. Hopefully, he's mm. captured the flag. Hopefully, CTF. Hopefully, yes, yeah. man. That's just so entertaining. I'm going to do little tournaments like that. Basically going, you know, like, I guess I guess you could say, like, Goofy level. Because Goofy has done a really good job on his yep. tourneys. A really, really cool guy. You know, at first, I was like, eh. But, and then it's like, Goofy's done a great job. Goofy's done a great job. Goofy's done a great job. We've had him on the show. So, shout out to Goofy, former guest. Doing a great job with his tournaments, especially with uh, Cheeto kind of stepping back. I think Shane Thor at Cod Agent and uh, Goofy has done a great job. They both have done amazing with keeping the community active with tournaments and all these other things. So shout out to those two for doing an amazing job. And I know that Yaya will do an amazing job with his tournament hosting as well, which is exciting. It's exciting. Yeah. It, there can never be too many, right? People are always like, there's too many people trying to host tourneys. I'm like... No, I mean, the bad ones will eventually get weeded out and you're left with the ones who are good, right? Because there was a time there, if you remember, everyone was hosting tourneys. Oh, yeah. Every single person. And now we got to the point where it's just like the couple who were really, really good and had a good production value. And it's the same with leagues, right? It's the oh, yeah, one, definitely. the ones who are always the best stick through it. And they're at the yeah. end. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny that you said leagues are... Uh... One of the best league uh, hosters is, uh, you know, Wiggs. Like, yep. you know, that guy's really... You guys don't know, man, what this... Sorry, I'm, like, sidetracked. But, yeah, yeah, you're uh, good. Wiggs has been doing a crap ton, man. This man wakes up, like, this guy's all night, 5 a.m., putting in stats, and people don't really yep. see that. And that's another thing, too. Like, you guys got to see the hard work that, you know, Goofy's putting in. Avidity, I think she hosts, like, women's uh, yep. tournaments, which is dope, mm-hmm. you know. 
like these guys are doing such a hard job. So it just like depending on how many people are in the tournament, they just got to keep in, in touch with a lot of them. Yeah, it's and, it's a lot. It's a lot of work, and I know Wiggs and Hazel. Hazel's girlfriend's been doing a lot of stats. They've been doing a lot of work, and he's done an amazing job with his season three. I had him on last episode to talk about like what's going on with the season, how it's going, everything like that. He's done such an amazing job, and it's awesome to see him succeeding because he had he struggled to get Santa's for season three, but it's so awesome to see him succeeding because we both know that he is strictly in it for the players, right? That's all he's doing this for. He's making player cards, stats, leaderboards, casting, all this, and he's barely, he's not, I don't even think he's going to really turn a profit on it. He's just doing yeah. it strictly all for the players of the community, which I have the utmost respect for. No, of course. And, you know, I'm taking notes. I'm taking notes. Trust me, I am. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I really want to be, uh, you know, the, well, not really want to be these people, but like, I guess go like have it the the same I guess not like yeah. the same feeling you know but better you know I'm not trying to like you know one up any anyone here but just like you always got to have your own little like special sauce and what right. you're doing you know in your projects it you can't can, all be the same right you take so, what's good from what they're doing and put your own little spin on it right exactly yeah so, exactly yep. uh, yeah and you know we are all like Viking base our logo mm-hmm. I the fortune steel and I think you have seen the the Vikings uh arena logo yes if I'm not i have mistaken. you showed but, me so it's you guys can't see it and you won't see it for a little bit yet but uh it's pretty nice i liked it a lot <laughs> yeah so yeah. it's like damn i'm really excited about that yep. and further into the future i'm thinking about you know taking out you know an apparel company as well as an energy drink company which i'm not going to say the names yeah but you know again hopefully you guys get to see that all in the future uh Again, you know, I'm all about the org. I'm all about this and, and this. I want the best for everybody. I want to help as much people as I can and, you know, just have a good time doing it too. And I feel like that's what just makes people succeed. Yeah, it's 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 rare to find org owners. You know, they can say, I'm really in it for the people in my org. I'm really in it for growing my community. I'm really in it for this, right? A lot of org owners, and I'm not, I, I don't talk with any of these org owners that are like this. It's just like, personal growth i want a lot of personal growth i want to be big i want to be phase right i want to be huge right that's their goal right instead it your goal should be as a mid-level org just growing your base getting people in it that have the same vision as you do and just enjoying it man you really need to just enjoy the process and i know you of all people enjoy it so much right because i hear i i talk to you and you're just like, dude, this is so dope. We got content creator. We got this and this. I need a land team. I'm sending another team to another land, right? Like you're just enjoying the process, which is really yeah. awesome to see. Yeah, of course. Like, um, when it comes to all that, I get super excited. Like, like, like a little kid in a candy shop, you know? I was like, yeah. oh my God, you know, we're doing this, we're doing that. Like, come yeah. on. You just keep on going, especially if the players are really cool mm-hmm. and, you know, have, have faith in the process. And that, that goes for everybody in an org, you know, you just got to have faith in the, in the process and hope you know, uh, things will will come, you know, and like your path will be clear and everything will be great. Uh, and I know a lot of like org owners, like you said, you know, they, they might say this and that, like they're all about this and that, but they got to show it, you know, instead of saying it, you got to show it. And that just will lead, uh, you know, your, your loyal players to stay or your loyal con- uh, content creators to stay with you for the process. Yep. Actually yeah. speak louder than words. That's exactly. one thing I always tell people when it comes to like, even just how they act in the community. And I want to kind of segue into like, how Call of Duty players are, how people act on the timeline. Let's talk about like professionalism, right? As a 
broad category. I always tell people you gotta actions speak way louder than words. So yeah, you can be an amazing player, but bro, if you're on the timeline, acting like a fool in meetings with orgs asking for salaries, and you're just gonna get clowned, bro. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. like no one's gonna take you seriously. No one's really gonna think, oh man, this guy's this guy's about it, bro. No, never. Nope professionalism is where is how you're going to get opportunities and i know you of all people really have an eye for that you don't bring anyone who's not professional you don't bring anybody who has it's kind of immature or just a clown in general right yeah no i i kind of i mean yeah like i was telling like again i was telling like be professional and fun but obviously if you want to have fun don't say anything too toxic right like don't don't say anything you know that you wouldn't say in the real world because right. you have respect. You right, have like respect. people get really tough behind a computer screen. So they they do. <laughs> they really they, do. Yeah, and and it's crazy on what I hear like online and what I see on the Twitter page. I'm just like, there's, why, bro? There's why? no bro? chance. Like, why would you say this? Like, <laughs> do you realize you're in an org? And then the org owner is like, oh, like you know, his actions don't speak for us. Like, yeah, they don't. But like, oh. it's like. Come on, man! Like he, he's representing. I, you. I know exactly what you're thinking of. We're not gonna <laughs> say it, but I know exactly the example you're thinking of. Yeah. So. I know exactly what you're talking right? about. Right? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> come on, man! Like, come on. Yeah. Like, we don't want to. We don't want to shed any bad light on anybody. <laughs> but I know. I know exactly what you're talking about, and it was, it was kind of funny to watch. Not gonna lie, but let's talk about Call of Duty players, because obviously, you and I both being former players. Let's talk about amateur scene Call of Duty. I want to talk about your thoughts on what the scene's kind of been this year with it. Kind of, We're in summer now. This is kind of the grind days of the season because you have a lot of people who aren't playing and they're waiting until next year because it just wasn't successful for them. But the people who are playing still in June are grinders, right? They're the grinders. They're the ones who are committed to it. So let's talk about how this season you thought went as a whole and why it went good or bad in your opinion. Uh, for the am scene, I think, uh, like like you said it yourself, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people were so skeptical about Cold War, and when they first started playing, they did, they just didn't feel it, you know, they they felt like the game was not completed, and at the same time, I kind of, I kind of do agree, you know. Then again, uh, it wasn't really their fault because of the whole COVID, the whole pandemic. Yeah. Uh, they even said it themselves that uh, you know they couldn't stay in the same vicinity for too long, or or, or they got closed or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so I, I totally agree that Kobo should have been better, you know, 100%. But you can't really always blame the game, you know. Like, again, if you put grind into it and, and I just try, like, every day, then you're going to get better. My my biggest, uh, like, the player I admire the most is, you know, Big Head. I, I call him Small Head. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, Mambo Big Head. I don't know if you've seen him on Twitter. But no. this man started with a, sh- with a shitty Xbox, bro. A, sh- a shitty Xbox, I think, like 360 or something. Mm-hmm. And he just worked himself to becoming, you know, the player he is right now. Mm-hmm. And a lot of like am, you know, like sensor and uh, I forgot the other the other am amateurs, uh, pro amateur whatever players. They yep. they admire him. They're like, wow, man, your grind is so dope. You know, you're you're doing great things. Uh, on the Sugarland, Texas, if I'm not mistaken, he got third place, and he was against uh, Shady Kings, which one of the players again won a challengers, and he it was just super close, man, super close games. Mm-hmm. And I was just there holding my, I was just there holding, <laughs> holding my chair. I was standing yeah. up behind my chair, like just holding. It. I was like, Whoa! oh my god, my head, please, bro. 
Uh, but yeah, I was like, damn, man, this guy is super good. Uh, another player, you know, h- hidden season from Zelos GGs. Yep. 16 year old kid, man. Insane. This guy. <laughs> insane bro insane man insane like i i put him against you know my ccl uh, team the one that went in sugarland mm-hmm. you know again my boys are insane too you know i 100 percent have yep. al- always faith when they play against good players uh but just hidden season was just really he was really out there you know the first map was really close but in the second and third and fourth was just like okay you know we have things to work on mm-hmm. but it's just you know hidden season makes it look so easy especially right. in land you yeah. know and I can't wait for that kid to glow up because I'm um, 100%. Well, he gets like 126 likes a tweet. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. he's there, bro. He's there. Yeah. So hopefully he can keep up the grind. Um, mm-hmm. I also agree with like Big Head is one of those guys I have a lot of respect for. Um, Cruz is another one. You know, those guys just grind, right? And they're committed to it and they're, they're really about it. And I know Cruz has won a Challengers Cup. There's a lot of like AM players that I have a lot of respect for. Because this year has just been with it's COVID COD first off the switch to PC during COVID COD with no anti cheat. Oh my god! Right? How infuriating is that for you? Right? Because you know you're better than this other guy, but you can't prove he's cheating. And then the cheating accusations went wild, and they still kind of are. You know, people are getting exposed on timelines, and they're not cheating. It's I think as a whole this year has been poor for the scene for a variety of reasons. Right? First off, yeah. obviously the no anti cheat was just come on, man. You serious? You're gonna really you're gonna switch to PC with a franchise game, right? You you having franchises pay twenty five million dollars a spot, and your am scene is competing with no anti cheat online. Like a unacceptable, completely exactly. unacceptable. And then secondly, I think there's just no exposure. We've talked about this on the show with past guests too. There's just no exposure for the amateur scene, really, at all. Like, it's, they just, yeah, they might stream the elite qualifiers, right? But that's just a small sample size of what there really is to offer in the scene. Because guys that we just mentioned on the show, like Big Head, Hidden Season, they're not playing in those events. But they're, like, the guys like that are the up and future of the scene. Players like that need exposure. So I think the CDL has really dropped the ball with... The AM scene as a whole, no anti-cheat, and I think just the lack of exposure for the AM scene has been tough. And lastly, I think the game, the switch to 4v4 Call of Duty, has, was really difficult on some people. Because a lot of guys started in Black Ops 4, or they started in MW, right? They wanted to compete, mm-hmm. they hop into a traditional Call of Duty, like Cold War, and they just struggled. Because guys who had played World War II or Infinite Warfare that played 4v4 games with traditional spawn systems and everything like that, they were just getting mollywopped day in and day out because they just didn't understand the game. And that's got to be demotivating. You know what I mean? Yeah, I really do. I mean, a, a situation like that happened with the 410 boys. You know, they were doing really good. Like, what, what was the roster? I think, oh, top of my, top of my head, uh, I it remember Careless. You know, Careless, Jayzerk, Ishii. Uh, and risky, I believe. Yeah. Uh they they got accused, you know. That was the first time like, you know, four ten. I, I, I love four ten, you know, I love Heathens, mm-hmm. Wave Runners, uh Wigs League and the, Cosmic hom- the, the homies. The leader, yeah, the, the council. Homies, the council. Yeah, the council yeah. of leaders I like to call it. I love <laughs> yeah. all of those, man. And I knew, I know some of them like fourteen especially got accused and it took a bunch of people. It took the, the AM scene, 
it took uh uh what was it Teddy Rex I think for him to like you know if I had power I would like defend you guys but he was defending them I think a little bit saying that oh even uh the the podcast host I forgot his name Jack Jake Jake something yeah. yeah right Jake he he covered it and I think some other podcast uh hosts, like rap tactical rap covered it too yeah so it was like wow you know like we did this they did this and still you know nothing changed you said like no everybody thought they were cheating everybody thought they were oh moderate camps and that's what that's gonna like that's what's happening to every i guess amateur player right now like even big head i think sometimes even attorneys ask him yo moderate monitor, monitor the camps yep. mm-hmm. i think even to hidden uh careless uh it's just like wow all bro, these like, guys really like, yeah they they themselves that they're not they're not like this but even then you know they're, they're always skeptical you always have that that kid you know saying oh he's cheating there's right. no way he moves like that like what bro like yep. you know how you know how long this guy grinds <laughs> this guy doesn't sleep bro this this guy has two tubs of g fuel man yeah this guy does not sleep yeah like, i think I, a lot of that falls again just the way and the attitude of the am community i blame on the lack of anti-cheat it's just solely yeah. on that it's just it's been a disaster, so hopefully moving into next season, um, they implement some sort of anti-cheat, you would think, with the blowback. But I guess given that we're going to be back to normal for next season on LAN, um, I, it won't be as big of an issue. But I think it was just a storm of events with COVID COD, lack of anti-cheat, and the switch to 4v4. It was just a perfect storm. And I think that really affected the AMC, and that's why we've seen a lot of people quit till next season, leaving the scene. Or just not even competing in general anymore. Which is sad to see. But, I mean, you can't put it on these people at the end of the day. It's not on them, right? I mean, if you're going on the timeline accusing people of cheating because you just got rocked, you you need to just shut up. Honestly, just just stop. But if you have, like, reasonable proof, like, let's say there was, who was it? Someone, I forget who they were talking about at Sugarland, that they went to the LAN and... Like this guy was like a top, like a top, like eight, top sixteen finisher in a cup, and he got smacked by somebody with like four hundred pro points on land. So people, <laughs> so people were like, eh, it's a little weird, right? So things like that are kind of they're funny, but I think it needs to be taken more seriously. Um, hopefully we see the scene next year, kind of revert back to how it was in MW. You know, no one's cheating. Yeah, mm-hmm. people were using Corona Zens in Modern Warfare. People are always going to find ways to cheat, but it won't be as widespread, and the cheats are so easily accessible, too. Like, if I wanted to smack you in a 1v1 shell, yeah, yeah, I would go online, I'd buy cheats for $9, and you wouldn't know none the wiser. you just think, man, this guy has all this time to, cra- to grind this game? Dude, this man's cracked. No, I bought uh, cheats for $9. <laughs> and, and it's a funny story, dude. Like, a funny story. Um, And MW, right? I didn't know what the fuck a Corona was, you know? I really? didn't know what... And I didn't know what Acronis was. I didn't know what stressing was. You know, back in the day, we called it uh, booting. You know, we booting. booted you. Yep. Yeah, and and it's stressing, right? I was in a in a in a league. I think it was a K. And I don't know a dynamic league. There we go, dynamic yep. league. And um, we were against N seven, and we we were beating them, beating them. You know, I was like, wow, okay. You know, it was. I I think it was pretty close, but we were beating beating them in the search and destroy. And then in our host, and then they end up saying, saying, oh, you guys stress. Like, oh, no, oh, no, oh. stressing, right? Are you guys stressing or something like that? Stressing? And yep. my dumb ass was like, yeah, we're stressing, you know? Like, but I thought he meant, like, stressing, like, as in, like, as in, like, you're stressing. <laughs> <laughs> my dumb ass said, uh, yeah, yeah, we're stressing. 
and, and these guys, I think, took a screenshot and sent it to the Dynamic League host, and then they just stopped the game. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, why are they stopping? We're, we're like we're working these guys, you know? We're stressing out, but we're, we're working these guys. And, and then they were like, yeah, you know, this is a screenshot right here. We, we put up your... um." your your whatever they check on your wi-fi if you're like stressing people or something on your router your router list or something i don't know yeah but uh and then they ended up banning me from dynamic league and just banning my whole team i think no no just me and i was like what why are you guys banning me if i was acting you know professional you know and then i I, I was so confused and then you know m7 uh, you know, I'm not trying to mention any names because you know I'm cool with him now. Yeah. He was he was going on Discord that I was in saying I was a known cheater, <laughs> which I was like, what? I was stressing I was out like, about the game. If you were, yeah, if I was bro. stressing, I wouldn't have been like, yeah, dude, I'm stressing you right now. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah, my yeah. bad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. My bad, bro. My bad, yeah, bro. bro. I'll stop. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I was like, I was so dumb. I was like, oh my god, bro. Also, that's what he meant. I think Logs, you know, my good, my good friend Logs was like, yo, he, he laughed too, and he told me, yo, that's booting, bro. <laughs> what? <laughs> Stressing is booting? The when was when did they change the term? <laughs> like, oh my god. Oh but god. yeah, and that that kind of pissed me off too. I kind of like after that, I think me and my team got cheated cheated off to win like two times in that yeah. game. And we just gave up, you know. We were really good too, uh, being college kids and amateurs. And so yep. we just like, you know, like screw that. So that's, I guess, one of the reasons why I also became an org owner and just stuck with it because mm-hmm. of like, there's a lot of BS. And any any player that takes all that BS and just uh, makes it into more energy and more motivation, I just admire respect. the crap out of them. Yeah, I respect, respect them so much because a lot of people do like get overwhelmed. And then you see on Twitter like, oh, or read, you know, if you want. And they're basically mm-hmm. leaving the scene, uh, which is sad to see. You know, a lot of good players have left the scene. It, it could have been something much more. You know, they could have been yep. big head level, hit, hidden level, careless level, uh, you know, tactic level, because those guys are really good. Scribs, uh, Draco, and Nero, you mm-hmm. know, they're really good, talented players. Yep. So, it's just sad to see that. I mean, I hope they return, and I hope people next year it's calmed down a little bit. And mm-hmm. I think going back to LAN is going to check a lot of people them in their place because yeah you can just put people on a west coast host and you're gonna smoke them but on land not happening 100 it's gonna check man. a lot of people bro and i'm excited <laughs> yeah. i'm i'm really really excited to see people i like i love like i don't have an ego so i love when people's egos get checked that's my <laughs> oh, favorite yeah. thing right the, the cheeto incident did you see the video i did <laughs> when, when he lost and i think hype hi- I don't want to mispronounce his name. Hypono? Hypino? Hypno? Hypno? There. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was way off. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I don't know him. Hypno, right? I think he was screaming in his face. I think it was him. Yeah, I don't know. He's the guy that dropped the monitor, right? Yeah, it's the guy that knocked the monitor off. <laughs> yeah, he was screaming at Cheeto and Chico, Cheeto with his fucking bagel shirt. He was just yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've told... Uh, so, like, when it comes to Cheeto, I've told him personally. I know a lot of people don't like Cheeto. Um, I've told him personally. It takes a lot. And I have a lot of I have respect for him for this. It takes a lot to admit your mistakes, right? A lot of people mm-hmm. don't do that. Um, you know, people make mistakes, and it takes a lot for people to admit their mistakes, right? So I've told people when it comes to him, uh, I respect him for admitting his mistakes, and I have respect for him trying to better himself from that, because it takes a lot, right? So I've always told people I have respect for him for doing that, and I mean, we all missed 
like him or not, we all miss Cheeto Wonga Land clips. Like, I mean, let's be real, right? Just, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, mean, some, I mean, some some people do because you know there was do. a lot of uh, allegations. Yeah, uh, they were telling you know he was a racist and he was yep. you know, a bigot. Uh, you know, just dumb, just a dumb person. Which I yep. I never really liked Cheeto Wonga, you know. Uh, I, I I let him do his like I mean I didn't let him do his you know obviously he was doing his thing and yeah. I just like didn't care you know I didn't care less you know his right. tournaments were all right you know it was whatever yep uh but the whole the whole reason why people do did like him and his tournaments was because if they won one of those tournaments you know they'll be known you know they'll they'll get known rapidly yeah like, wow this guy won a Cheeto tourney damn this guy is good you know the yeah, team yep. is good. Uh, so I mean, respect to him that he admitted all his mistakes. Uh, I'll have respect to anyone that mm. you know does that. Yep. But it's just not fair how like he does that, and you know the consequences are not as dire as if like an amp player does yes. it. Like let's say let's say uh, for example, if you know one of us uh, did something like that, you know nobody will ever let it go, no. especially the people that know you and yeah. that that have trust in you. They wouldn't have let it go. Right. You know. Right, and I think it's unique. They'll, they'll cancel you. Yeah, yeah, yeah they'll cancel the crap you. <laughs> yep. So obviously not condoning anything that happened, but just personally, since I've known him for years, um, yeah. it's nice to see him back to just being himself and admitting where he was wrong, which I think a lot of people can, uh, regardless yeah. of what he did, I think a lot of people can kind of take that for value and just say, I maybe I should do more like that. Right. Yeah. yeah so no, yeah, we got about five minutes left, Yaya. Let's talk about the future of fs i always like to talk or with org owners about the future and what they envision it so let me hear let me hear your thoughts on that oh man you know the, the future on how in visual uh envision sorry fs is just you know having the same as like a la thieves you know or even bigger than that i just want to like do the best for my for my family you know my second family and even my first family too uh, you know, everybody wants to, you know, get out of the, you know, the poverty level line, well, mm -hmm. which I'm kind of saying, you know, I'm like, I oh, kind of middle class, but, yep. you know, just, just money runs this world, sadly, you know. Yep. So I just trying to get everybody up there and just make it as big as I can, you know, FS and just have a good time doing it and like leave a, a legacy, yep. and, you know, and with the people in it too. Because yep. we used to have a lot of talented players, but, you know, they left, they they left and just found better, I guess not better homes, but like, you know, I guess you could say better homes because Kim was like. <laughs> yeah, it was a better home at the time. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And, you know, which I'm happy. Hopefully, you know, they, they come back once they see our success because mm -hmm. I, I will just welcome, you know, I'll welcome them with open arms and say, you know, we got this, you know, we're going to make FS big and, you know, one day we, we're going to get there. And I really hope to see all, all the other orgs too, like Heathens, you know, the Council of Leaders, yep. Heathens, 410, Wave Runners, and Cosmic. You know, even yep. even you know, you, you know, want to see you up there, man. Just a yeah. lot of love for a lot of people. Yeah, appreciate that. So, fun fact about the Council of Leaders: I'm the only non-leader or league <laughs> hoster in that Twitter group. And I think nah, that's just, I think that's hilarious, bro. Just a side note: I think that's hilarious. We're like, oh, we gotta add Wayuki in here. And then I go in there, it's all org owners. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I, I, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we, we love you, man. Like, yeah. you've done, like, a lot, man. We, we love you, like, a lot, even though you're not a leader. I mean, I still, I, I consider you as a leader, you know. You're, right. You're leader of the people, you know. You, you know, you, you're 100%, you give me, you know, energy to say, okay, you know what, I'm going to do this. You know, right. you know I, I know everybody that we're in that chat in has our backs. So. Right. It makes me want to do bigger things right because i know i have you guys to support even though we don't really talk uh in the council of leaders as much anymore 
Because you know a lot of people are doing their own thing. Busy. You know, King Strong's doing amazing things. Yeah. You know, Axel's you know working stuff out, man. You know, MJ, man, MJ is a real estate. MJ oh, does real God. estate. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but you know, I hardly talk to him, but you know, I uh, you know, blessings, blessings to that king, man. Yeah. And you know, again, it's just uh, like Jax too, tw- twenty-one year old. I think twenty is already doing Cosmic Group has always been amazing. So. Yeah. There, yeah. everyone in that group is doing amazing things. So shout out to everyone involved with that. Um, yeah, yeah, we got closing comments for you. We're wrapping up the episode. Anything you'd like to say? Floor is yours. Feel free. Oh, just, you know, thank you for the people supporting FS and, you know, Yuki, the Inside Podcast. And thank you for the Go Kenny. You know, he's you, you guys are really goaded. And just thank you for having me. You know, you guys, uh, blessings. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so just a personal note, shout out to everyone in FS. I really appreciate all of you guys, despite not me being, or me not being a part of the organization anymore i've always felt like it's a second home for me um love everybody over there uh people they still stop into my streams like sandy yaya everyone still stops into my streams when i'm streaming uh still listen to podcasts we still talk frequently so i'm really really happy just on a personal note that you guys are doing so well and i'm happy to have contributed and still contribute to that to this day which is it makes it all worth it right i feel it's it's I wouldn't say wholesome. It was just, it's heart filling, right? To know that I've helped and continue to help people that are passionate about the same things I am. Right. And so I have a lot of love for everyone over at FS. Like I said, it feels like a second home. If any of you guys are listening, like I said, I always tell the content creators, my DMS are always open for you guys whenever you need anything at all. Um, like I said, you guys are a family to me. Feel free to reach out. Um, so other than that, yeah, yeah. Thank you again for coming on. It was awesome to have, Kind of a double dip, right? You are you help with the podcast, and org owner, longtime friend. Awesome to have you on. Uh, that's gonna wrap it up for us at Insight today, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. Okay, everybody, that is going to wrap up another episode of the Insight Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you guys have suggestions for the show or want to be a guest on the show please reach out to me on Twitter. I'm Waiyuki. I am Waiyuki, W-I-U-K-I. Or Kenny on, or Kenny on Twitter, K-A-5-U-A-L. As per usual, thank you guys for listening. Until next time. Later.